0: Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans come to you off the back end of a successful couple of weeks of competing for the team um, So the last time I did an episode was probably before PCA Muscle Talk uh, which was down in Peterborough where I had um, Stacia and Debs competing and then this past weekend GPO, the Viking Classic in Newcastle where Stacia and Debs went again and then uh, Chris, who you'll know from the start of the season, jumped in um, but a hugely successful couple of weeks I think over the course of the two weeks It's been like five first places Two seconds And then one overall Which was Stacia This past weekend Um, Which was the first time I've had someone overall Since the Scottish season And that was wicked to be there and be part of It was In the be- overall it was between It was actually between Debs and Stacia Which was really cool And um, I think in that scenario I said to them I was like look I'm uh, I'm not gonna be biased here, I I'm just gonna shout, you know, go girls, go ladies, I'm not gonna cheer, you know, either one of you on specifically. But that was epic to be part of, um and it felt good to to get back to you know, a couple of weeks of shows. It was obviously a lot of travel for me. So for those of you who don't know, uh that PC Muscle Talk show was in Peterborough, which is a six and a half hour drive for me down south. So that was there on a Saturday, then back after the show on the Sunday night. And then Newcastle, actually not as far for me, only about 3 hours in the car but again, what I'm reminded of is just how exhausting show, week, show, uh, show weekends can be um, just because I think I'm obviously out of routine and then you're concentrating a lot when you're driving um, but o- honestly just so happy and thrilled to to be part of those moments that those athletes will remember forever. Uh, the first time obviously Stacia won overall, the first time um, well Deb's competed before and won two boards the week before but this past weekend you know, she won a an open figure class against some younger girls, and she was thrilled with that. And you know, Chris, <laughs> Chris did a. There's nowhere to lie, right? Chris did a twenty-eight day prep for GPO, and he, he did come second to a, a guy who's phenomenal, like really good. I think on Instagram, he's called King of the South. Um, really, really good, but the condition he got in for twenty-eight days was insane. It was incredible. Um, he but he they they're all due to go again here in the next four weeks, so super excited for that, but the next time for me is a couple weeks of downtime, and then it is WMBF Dubai, so for those of you who don't know, um, I coach natural people as well, and one of them is um, my guy called Chris Rendell, who he finished fourth in the World WMBF, which is World Natural Bodybuilding Federation, so there's a show in the UAE Dubai, which is roughly about six hours on a flight, so I'm actually going along with another one of my natural clients, um, Tom super super excited for that show um it'll be the first time i've been to a show in dubai i'm excited for the peaking process because over there in dubai it's a lot warmer um so press perspiration is a lot higher so people's salt and fluid needs are more and i think that's actually a good point to end this little recap on and move on to the subject of today's podcast cuz it's all going to be about um kind of fluid and peaking and i guess this this episode stems from just a conversation I had with a wasn't a wasn't a client of mine this past weekend, but someone who lives in the same city as me and was down there competing. He'd prepped himself and how I, how I thought the idea of this podcast was. He said he told me he'd, he'd had no fluid since six o'clock the night before, and this was like roughly four o'clock on show day. so it was almost twenty two hours, and uh, he he just coached himself. And I went, can I give you a, a piece of advice? And went, yeah. Go put a liter of fluid in now. Go put some salt in now, and I says you'll come to life because he was struggling a little bit to get a pump, and he Was feeling fatigued. He did that and he got rid really of and He went one. You know, congrats to him if you're listening, Craig. But um, I thought, I thought, well, you know that that's a very old school way of doing it, and he was self taught, self coached, and had just sort of read about these things online. I thought, right, well, that's that's an old school way of doing it, and it's still very much like a bro way, old old school bro style method, but. I wanted to put out a piece of information for really anyone out there listening to to use if you are self-coached or maybe coaches out there um, using it with their clients about kind of just what I do, why I do it, explain a little bit behind the process and you can take from that what it is. So let's talk about um, water in general, like H2O. For the most part, the human being, our bodies are made up of what it means constitutes is water, isn't it, right? It's... um. Very, very important in just energy production, but also energy storage. So energy production as in just like movement, right? So the energy that you um, output that you have in the gym, lifting a set, you know, your body's going to use a little bit of water plus um, glucose to produce energy. Simple as that. Now, if you know that, it then it's quite a daunting thought process to completely pull water out on show day when you know you're going to be contracting your muscle on stage hard as you can 100 everything and um, you ain't going to be able to to do much of it but also we need a little bit of fluid for um muscle glycogen or nutrient distribution right so we ingest carbohydrates and we're trying to fill that 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 loading part process uh in a peak we're trying to fill muscles with glucose so that glucose is turned into to glycogen stored and the muscles look like they pop more they're bigger they're rounder Etc. Etc. So we know we need fluid to do this, right? So for every like, you could say one part glucose, three part water, or whatever it may be. There's a rough guide, um, but again, you could take a lot of guides and just fucking lob them out the window. But what you're going to need is, depending upon the individual, if you're loading, carb loading, you'll often need to. And I, what I do is I increase my what I increase the fluid intake so let's take um, let's take a bikini girl as an example and we'll take like a bodybuilder Stacia, she just won the overall um, daily fluid was typically 6 litres we would load her on 7 litres of fluid PCA Peterborough we went 7 litres seven litres, so a Thursday, Friday, 7-7 seven, seven. then on the uh, Saturday the day before the show she had like 4.5 or 5 I think she used Peak Max as well Uh, then on show day uh, she had 500ml with every single meal and she had 4 meals before she went on stage she had 2 litres of water Um, male bodybuilder say Chris typical example he would have 12 litres of fluid no joke like fucking 12 litres when we're loading again he's bigger more more glucose trying to get food like uh, muscles need more fluid because there's more um, glycogen that needs stored effectively, so that's why he was on twelve. But at the same time, he was using pharmaceutical diuretics, Dazide, Aldactone, etc., um, which piss you know makes you piss the water out. So you still need although some some water is just being pissed out, some water is still getting into the back back in the body and then helping you get full. So I think Chris's baseline was maybe like let's say ten, and we were loading. We went twelve, and then on show day we uh, did. I think it was a liter per meal, like one liter. So this this kind of got me thinking. I went right. This guy I was speaking to, he hadn't had any, and I said, "Fuck!" Like well, Chris has been having a liter per meal. I pointed to Stacia. I went, "She's had two liters as of today," Um, and he was shocked at this. He couldn't believe it. And again, I thought, right, that's just maybe maybe just don't know, but. Again, the process is we need water for energy production. We also need water for uh, energy uh, storage in the form of, you know, muscle glycogen, if that makes sense. So, what would you do in the lead up to a show, you might ask? Well, typically, as I said, I'll increase it. Now, some people will do like a and increase like every day across the whole of peak week and that person if by the end of the fucking day um on the six six day they will the show us having something crazy amount of water right now i get the theory behind it and understand what it does so let's say someone starts off at six liters then the next day they go six and a half and the next day they go seven the next day they go seven and a half blah blah, blah. what you're doing is your body is that you're up regulating your body's uh, let's say bodily systems for uh, water excretion right at the rate at which your body gets rid of water Um, so then when you then do cut it your body's then used to or you pull it down sorry never cut it so when you pull it down you, like, let's say you, you build up to, to eight liters and you pull it to five or four then your body's used to getting rid of eight if that makes sense in a really simplistic way butchering the physiology that's the best way to look at it your body's never going to actually piss out the eight liters because you're obviously going to retain some of it and whatnot, but you you kinda of understand what I'm saying. But the body's smart, right? So let's say the first portion of that day where you are um, reducing your fluid intake, like your body does recognise that. So as much as we say like, oh there's a reason why you know the uh, the body's still trying to get our data later as well, it's not the human body is smart, so it will down regulate um, it will down regulate water excretion a little bit if you're not using pharmaceutical diuretics. And I guess this is why in bodybuilding we use pharmaceutical diuretics, so we can always be upregulating that water excretion. So we always need fluid going in. But even then still, when you look at a bikini girl such as uh, Stacia, we still needed some fluid going in so that she held the fullness that she had. Right. So she woke up on show day and uh, was bang on the money. So I was like, right, she just needs to hold this we know bikini is all about maintaining that midsection and we know masters bikini they want that little bit of a harder you could say leaner look I wouldn't say it's a drier look but you, you could argue that um, so she looked on the money bang on the criteria and I thought like right I just need to hold this so for her it was 500 five mil per meal which just meant that by the time she got to stage because she'd had 4 meals it was 2, two litres of fluid if she'd had more meals then of course it would be more um, when is there maybe a need to put more fluid in just like if someone's struggling to get a pump um i think someone naturally will be fairly thirsty on show day it's to be expected because if you're used to going like so for for station it was like seven liters on the for the second show for gpo seven liters on the friday the saturday was we're loading so we did a different peak to the week before so saturday we still loading um so she still needed a fair bit of fluid she went seven and then five it was a week before it was like sip or sorry seven and six it was a week before it was seven seven and then five so seven and six and then she was having peak max with each meal but um if we you know the week before different peak we went um seven seven then let's say four and a half used peak max again still put in four sorry five liters of fluid milliliters of fluid on show day Um, it just meant that like you don't want to put it you never put in six liters of fluid or seven liters of fluid on show day you know what I mean for a bikini girl because it would show it's showing their midsection and it may it may dampen the look of the midsection dampen is that even a fucking word it may soften the look there we go Uh, soften the look and just make it look a little bit watery so you want to remove that it's like a fine balance of just enough fluid ...to make sure that they have... uh, ...the muscle can absorb the carbohydrates you're putting in... Um, ...they can get a pump on and expend energy... ...but not so much that it causes them to look watery... ...it's a very fine balance to have... ...but listen, I remember when I used to... ...I used to have... ...say max it was... ...250ml of fluid per meal... ...for guys... ...and 150ml for females... ...that's like what I used to do... ...each meal... ...and I think that over time you just just learning. Here's the thing, right? As my knowledge over time has grown, um, athletes have looked better. Because you just kind of know, like, right, You everything we do as bodybuilders has its purpose, right? So, we, we need a certain amount of carbohydrates on show day. We need a certain amount of fats. We need a certain amount of protein. We need a certain amount of fluid. We need a certain amount of salt. And, I suppose you could argue drugs, right, um, with for guys. But, if you pull out any one of them, you then start to compromise the look. So you, how someone needs to look is you're trying to pick them for a specific time of the day where you want them to look at their absolute fucking best. And sometimes that just takes a bit of trial and error. But I think that if you were to completely cut fluids out, number one, what you probably find is you may start getting quite a sore head. You may feel just quite fatigued just walking about just fucking you know registering getting a and getting your tan in that you may really 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 struggle to get a pump on if you've not had much salt in there either um you may really really struggle so it would never ever ever make sense in my mind to ever completely pull out water at any point of the load now Years ago, you even heard some, like, you know, I remember uh, Josh Bridgman at one point was competing in 2020. I think it was the first show in the tent. No, it was 22 on, sorry. After the second lockdown. It was the first show in the tent outside at Maidenhead and uh, Cal had told Josh, like, no more no food, no more fluid till you go on stage. And I remember before he went on stage, he's pumping up and he was generally felt like he was going to faint. And he had to have some water before he went on. And I'm sure if you spoke to Cal and... You know, they. You look back now. You probably would would have done it differently then. But at the time, I think that's just that's what they knew, and um, I wouldn't have argued the case at that point either, because that's where my my sort of knowledge was. But yeah, so to cut a long story short, you would never, ever, ever want to um, completely cut it out on show day, because on show day, what do you need? Well, you want to maintain the fullness that you've got. So you've spent the past two days or three days, whatever it is. Filling the muscle up, right? Filling it up of uh, glucose to get it popping, to get it round. So you want to present that on stage, right? You want to hold that you want that fullness to hold whilst you're contracting really hard. At the same time, you want to be able to contract really hard, not fatigue, not shake, um, not feel like you're going to pass out. And for both of those processes, you need water, and you need it in a probably more abundance you are thinking. If you're wondering, and I get this quite a lot, and you've probably seen this on the vlogs, can you have a coffee on show day? 100%. From like a diuretic perspective, it may bring a slightly, a slightly, uh, what's the word? slightly drier look, you could argue, for sure. And that's one of the reasons why I put it in. But another reason why I put it in is to get my clients to go to the toilet, to to get them go for a big poo, or a few. Because, again, when we think about what the judges are looking for on stage, the majority of the time they want a nice, tight, flat midsection. And if there's any sort of, you know, poo in the gut, maybe feeling like it's bagging us up, we feel like feel heavy. And if you feel heavy, it affects your confidence, it affects your stage presence, right? Particularly in the bikini class. So often I'll put, like, a double espresso in every meal until someone goes. And usually after, after two... Sounds like Revon. Right, I've been three times. And I'm like, right, wicked. That's what we want. That's what we want to hear. So yes, 100, percent you could put um, put it in. I feel like you wouldn't want to necessarily put it in every single meal, because there comes a point where that becomes detrimental, because you are. What does caffeine do? It does increase uh, adrenaline levels, and increase cortisol, and that can kind of worsen the look. But there's a very fine line, right, between taking too much caffeine in and just enough to um, help you. Go to the toilet if that makes sense when it comes to like fizzy juice i would tend to avoid that around the show whether that be whilst you're loading um or on show day itself one of the reasons why is that it's tasty for sure but it puts unwanted carbon dioxide into your bloodstream and it also can just cause a bit of bloating you know and a lot of belching and whatnot Now, what is carbon dioxide? So, you know the stuff that you breathe out? So you're sitting there now, listening to this, walking. Whatever you're doing when you're listening to this, you're breathing out. As you're breathing out, you're breathing out carbon dioxide. Now, that carbon dioxide is a byproduct of respiration, of just energy production, just a living, right? Just walking about. So, if we put in more into our blood, what does that do? Well, number one, the body's got to get rid of it, but it's also going to probably make us feel maybe a little bit, a little bit lethargic, a little bit tired with more carbon dioxide in. So, if you're smashing, absolutely smashing the fizzy juice, it's probably not beneficial from like a fatigue standpoint, uh, from a digestion standpoint. And I typically wait until you get off stage, and I tell you that first sip. You know, you know when you go there, you go back to the hotel, you get like a shower and that first sip of a wee Coke Zero pepsi max with that meal that you have in the restaurant where your significant other half or, or whoever it may be oh it tastes fucking delightful tastes, tastes tastes awesome but i don't necessarily feel you need to cut it out the whole of peak week i just think that as i'm as we're peaking if we're having fucking 12 liters of fluid the majority of that's probably going to come from like maybe flavored water maybe a, a like juice a cordial um ...orange juice, black juice, whatever it may be... ...adding that to your water to get it in... ...but isn't it funny how like... ...even though you go from eating like fuck all calories to then... ...you know, for Chris he's looking loading like 1200 grams of carbs... ...or Stacia, a bikini up with 600 gram of carb... ...you still easily get that water in don't you... ...and it's just because hunger and the body and appetite... Um, ...is the way it is... ...that the food you go in it, doesn't touch the sides really... ...for a better word... ...but you like your body needs that fluid craves that fluid to help actually distribute that food you're putting in to help you get fuller, to help you um, energy production because you'll find that when you load, although you shouldn't, you'll like want to move more, you'll speak more, you'll have, you'll have energy, to like, you, you want to move but a lot of the time I tell my clients to just sit down, put Disney or Marvel movies on, repeat and uh, just eat. Keep the legs up, keep them elevated, just so they come show day they are Chris. Whether they are a male bodybuilder, or a bikini girl, even a men's physique guy, I'm just like, look, chill out, I want to try and keep overall energy expenditure, bar training, pump sessions low around that workout, sorry, around, around show, but yeah, I feel like I've went off on a, a bit of a tangent, really, but I hope that that kind of um, covers as to why, why, why the purpose of fluid and as i said fluid is because i don't drink fucking much water i drink like i add like you know tesco's no added sugar black currant or ribena no added black currant or whatever and um, to water and i consume it that way um but the reason i wanted to do this was just to give you an idea of the processes as to right what does water do in the body you know what how's why do we need it how's the help in regards to bodybuilding what do you what do i do perhaps in the lead up to a show depending upon the peak tend to increase it, um, and then maybe reduce it a little bit uh, the day before if, depending upon the loading protocol, if it's a male bodybuilder using pharmaceutical diuretics, it'll never ever be reduced, for females that are using natural diuretics, it can maybe be reduced a little bit um, and it, that that does, that does help but, that is it for me guys, if you're thinking about um, about competing, whether it be, it's probably going to be uh, next year that you're going to be thinking about competing, like I certainly do still have space, and I'd absolutely love the opportunity to work with you. Um, we'd love you to be part of Prep Coach UK. We have a phenomenal looking squad for next season. Um, and I just can't wait. Uh, I can wait for next season because like people this year, fucking still got work to do, but um, and get results. But people next year, like they're going to get results as well. But so far this season, we've got over eight to top threes. Right, so six of those have been overalls, 43, 44 of those have been firsts, 26 seconds and 10 thirds. So out of 80 top threes, 70 have been top twos. That's pretty darn good going and as far as I'm aware, it's still either the best in the UK at the moment or one of the best. It would need to kind of wait until the end of the season, until all the coaches kind of tally it up and put out. There's not many coaches that kind of do the Instagram post that I do, I suppose, but... Um, but I just know it'll be there. And self selfishly, that's something that I've wanted for a long time. And I've been trying to work towards for a long time, is to try to be, uh, I'm going to say, one of the best prep coaches in the UK. But, of course, you want, always want to be the best. But how you determine you know, best is really person-dependent, isn't it? Like, I think that if you're out there and your client that's working with a coach, you think they're the best. That's why you're with them. You know what I mean but what I'm kind of getting at is what my what my goals is I want to work with athletes and produce the best record in the UK for top threes in amateur bodybuilding in the UK period that's that's a goal I want to tick off you asked me what my goal <laughs> my goal is after that let me tick this one off first um because I'm hell-bent on on doing that one try and get to 100 top threes for the year um I want to try and get it up to 100 wins, and it's uh, it'll be tough, but I think it's 100% doable. But if, if it's not ticked off this year, um, the, the total record for the ongoing record, um, I'm sure that tally of 100 wins personally will come soon. The brand has that itself, when I mean, you include me and Ali's wins together. But um, yeah, just this season, I thought it would be wicked to try and get 100 top threes and to have over 50 of them be wins, but... We're not far off the wins already, you know. What I mean, it's cool to have. Um, it's cool to have more win, like half more than half wins, but then over seventy the to eighty top twos. But yeah, all you got to do is head up Prequelist Pre- UK, hit the inquire button, and you'll get a response from me usually within a few hours, typically because it comes right to my phone. And uh, jobs are good. And let's just start planning the shows that you um, you're going to win next year because that's what the team fucking do. But wherever you are, guys, whatever you do, give it the beans.